It is officially Tamara J. Alavaro coming to the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Protection Program in the air where we are daring and caring to be the difference. I'd like to talk to you guys today about some common factors that seem to come a lot of our ways. And I want to talk to you guys about apathy. The reason why I'm talking to you about apathy today is because I want to talk about the the accumulative community effect that happens when apathy and disrespect seem to become the average or the everyday norm when this is what you are seeing on an average uh, with people within the environment. Um, what makes people care is having a sense of um, affiliation. Um, they have to feel like that there's some sort of rapport there. Um, and it has to be more than just because we live in the same area. And it has to be more than just because it causes um, a sense of agitation. It has to be something that brings everybody together and love brings people together. But more or less, and I hate to say this, but monetary things bring people together. Worrying about future um, stability for certain things brings people together, correct? Well, the borderline of what we're looking at right now within our everyday lives is about what people's passions in life are about, but also about the chaos that's going in within their lives. And ultimately, it's not just about what they need, but it's about what they need to do. So people need to start following through with that sentence because we started out a whole entire section with what I need. And now I need you to finish the section with to do. Okay. So when you say what I need. Okay. When we say how this is going to bring us to where we need to to be. I need you to follow up with the to do section. Okay. And the reason why I'm telling you to follow up with this to-do section is because it basically speaks about just prioritizing things from a distance. And sometimes the chaos in itself is just purely communication. It is letting people know that you're grounded, but you're putting things into an order that they might not necessarily understand. Kind of like building blocks. If we were all to put all of our children in a circle on a floor, okay, and throw building blocks in front of them, our children are not going to build the same exact way, okay? Each of them is going to have a design in their head that is going to call to them that to put the pieces in order when they are in a state of chaos. It is this design that they have an inner design, Okay, that allows them the ability to be equal. Okay, this equality that they have on the inside is their identifier with them all being the same. Their ability to sustain these type of inner designs that allow them the sense of being able to have a calling when there is a design, when there's a borderline between life and death, when there's a borderline between apathy and empathy, when there is a borderline between passion and being persuaded to go elsewhere, 
There's a sense of grounding when they have a history that shows them the implications of where they need to be, what they need to do. And that, that ground, that stance that they have, that starts from understanding why they are doing what they are doing. And on children, adults understand why they're doing what they are doing because there is always a justification for of, of each of our actions. And understanding that with that justification of each of our actions, that there is always an equal and opposite reaction from any of the parties that are within the environment. This is to be understood, correct? Okay. Now, when we talk about kickstarting, all right, we're talking about exactly where we started. This is your ultimately, ultimately your mental, your, it's ultimately your universal mental stimuli. Okay, so I'll say this one more time, universal mental stimuli. And the reason why I'm calling it universal mental stimuli is because this is what your, your optics see. This is what your eyes are going to see. This is what you're hearing by word of mouth. This is, this is what you're hearing completely. And what you hear, some people are hard of hearing. That's completely different. Okay. Um, but what you hear is not necessarily what you always do. I can hear someone say, hey, do this. But what, what was it that our parents used to say? Do as I say and not as I do. But you would, but you would still see children doing what their parents did, and and back in that era when it was do as I say and not as I do, there were less children doing what their parents did than this era right now, where we just do without regard of what is seen, okay, and that has to be also ingrained into whatever kind of, of um, whatever kind of objectives or initiatives that you take from this point forward. Now, when I'm talking about um, listing your relativity, I speak in terms of understanding that as you list your relativity, that you have to understand whether you are putting yourself in the realm of being in a sense of empowerment or putting yourself in the realm of being in a sense of a victim of, of chronic victimization. And you have to, um, you have to, uh, master manipulator. This is a game that is basically, um, a, a, um, it's an emotional game, but it's more of a trigger. Okay, so it's more of a kickstarted type of game. It's it talks a lot about media, okay, and it has a lot of of um, of niche driven ciphers where we talk about the personification of people, where we talk about persuasion, where we talk about the the conversations of relations that seem to be exploited between people, and we understand how when people are hurt within society, how retroactively, um, you can see certain indicators and some of those indicators can go all the way down to their children. Okay. So that being said, there is a lot of universal languages, a universal body languages that we we're also going to talk about, but I need you guys to understand that sometimes it is, it is a violation to victims to chronically victimize them. It is also a violation to others 
to put them in that environment of being victimized. So I guess what I'm saying to you is, um, if someone were running, and, and this is just merely an analogy, okay? If someone were running and they were fleeing from someone harming them, okay? And they're running towards a group of children, and this is an adult, but they're running towards a group of children, and that person and the person that is um, in hot pursuit of them, if they had a weapon, um, uh, any element or threat, okay, to these children, whether in, in any volatile way, even if it's a gun or whatever it might be, if they're pursuing this person and that person were to go run towards those children and they were to intently put those children at harm, what would you do to that person? Now, I want to ask you this. Has this happened before? Can you recall an instance when there was a man that ran towards children that was being actively pursued in New York City and flew and threw himself in between two little girls and so that he would not get shot? So I'm not throwing far-fetched analogies. What I'm talking is about is although he was a victim, he put other people's lives at risk. And these are factors that people need to take into understanding when we talk about worldwide wisdom and how we can help others with assistance, but how they cannot become acclimated to the source of services or the source of assistance. And that it, that it definitely depicts a sense of articulation that needs to be demonstrated so that people understand that although we are trying to assist you that assisting you cannot eclipse the quality of life that has been sustained within these societies for many generations to come what i'm saying to you is i love with no limits and i will speak in so many different tongues to kickstart a universal mental stimulus for stimuli for people to understand that you cannot have transference of environment that some people cannot run away from who they've been or what they've done and that sometimes that to-do list is making sure that some people get justice for some of those crimes that have been committed against them in the past that some people have reciprocity for the response that they have had that some people understand that they have given so much more than ha that has been given back to them and for people to understand that to, in order to sustain our streets we have to proclaim our streets you have to let people know what your position is and adhere to that position what is your position and play your position so if your position is of personification and understanding that there is a lot of passion within this world, then that is your purpose. But if your position is to protect in this world, then that is your purpose. And understand that you cannot protect passionate, but you can passionately protect others. Do you understand? <laughs>